What a wild story to kick it off today. It's almost unbelievable. I was joking. I said, Willie Do, you done did it this time. That's what I said earlier. I said, we just hit peak Willie Do. Yes. 2019 uh, and before, ever before. 2018, 2017, forget about all those years. It's peak Willie Do in 2019 and beyond. This was a new high, yes. Yeah, so Willie Do hit it big in a number of ways. I don't think we can discuss all the ways right now, but we do have this one piece of evidence that we have, he that we have hit peak Willie Do. This piece of evidence right here. That's how you know. And well, uh, probably, well, you well, the, the people won't remember at this point. Some people might remember uh, the OGs, day one type of guys. Yeah, might remember. But for everybody who doesn't, this is an iPhone box. With yes. a with a with a He's holding an iPhone with box. a specific sticker on it, by the way. Okay, five six five four two, some tape on the back, <laughs> and a smell to it. It smells fresh. Now, an oh, okay. iPhone box would normally smell factory fresh. This one smells fresh out of the shower, mm. which is very strange. So I'm going to give you the backstory. Right now, everybody's confused. I'm going to give you the backstory, all right? So a while back on this show right here, the show you are watching, we covered a story about a Michigan couple that was trying to buy an iPhone for their daughter who was in desperate need of a phone. And they met up with this individual from the classifieds trying to buy a secondhand, a used iPhone. And instead of getting a used iPhone, they got this, this box and what's inside it. Mm. And what's inside this box, Willie Do, is two, two bars of soap, okay? <laughs> All right, you understand one bar is dial soap and the other bar is Jergens soap, all right? So just to be clear, just so we have a visual on that. There you go. This is the real box. And Willie, dude, if you if you it's scroll sad. down, you'll see. Or maybe they would scroll up. There, that's the box. <laughs> you had it already. Yeah. This is the exact box that was used to scam. So when the story happened and we covered the story, just kind of freestyle in the moment, I said, listen, if anybody involved in this case can get in touch with me, this scam that took place, then I will send over an actual iPhone for the daughter. I think it was a iPhone 10s. Was that what it was, Will? That we sent the 10s? No, the oh oh, we sent the Pro. 11. The the Pro. We sent an 11 Pro. Okay, yeah. amazing. Yeah. So we had a, we had an 11 Pro here. We sent it over to make up for the fact that the individual got scammed for the soap, and because we had covered the story, it seemed like the right thing to do if it was possible. But we didn't know who to get in touch with regarding what had happened. So a few of our viewers, a few of you guys watching, actually kind of connected the dots, figured out how to get in touch. And, and next thing you know, we've got an address for this right here. This is, uh, this, is, this is some real stuff happening right now. This is the police department in Allen Park. And I just want to give a shout out to Jim... Thorburn, a detective at Allen Park Police Department. This is his card, which was in the box. He facilitated the whole thing. He helped us out. He's who you got in touch with. Yes, very polite. Very polite individual. And, of course, we said, we're going to send this iPhone out, but you got to send us the soap. 
as you would if you Fair were us. Trade, right? <laughs> Just to complete the full yeah. the full circle deal. And uh, obviously, we just I guess we just wanted to take a bad, uh, rough situation and brighten it up a little, mm-hmm. right? You turn a scam into something uh, slightly more fresh. If you go on to read the story, uh, it's there's a couple things that happened to this poor family, not not just the scamming for the 450 bucks, which was a big it was a big number for them. It was a big amount of money to get scammed for. There was other stuff going on with them, some troubles they ran into, and so when I you know. You know, I mean, sometimes, Will, it just works out. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it worked out. And so we had to complete the story here on the show. It only, it only makes sense. We got to give the shout out to, to, to Jim Thorburn because we couldn't have done it without him. Yeah. If, if, because this immediately verified to us that he could get mm-hmm. the real device to the person from the case. Yes. It was probably from the evidence locker or something. And, and, <laughs> and get us this back. Yes. From the evidence locker, send the soap. So now, this is some serious Lou later memorabilia. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Exactly like the picture. I mean, the box with the tape, if you look, look at the tape on the box from the image from the original case. Uh, no, the other, the little, on the, on the other side of the box there, Will. See right. that? Look here. Look here. It might be overblown. That's the one. It's exactly the same. <laughs> so we know for a fact. Shout out, Jim Thorburn. I mean, you're, you're doing good work out there. It's crazy. Shout we out. got the phone to the person, small town, uh, Allen Park Police Department. It's incredible. Well, and shout out to the Lou Later viewers because, like I said, people start tweeting immediately mm-hmm. at me. What if we go to the police department? It was a lot of ideas. Yes. It's incredible. It all worked out. It's an internet story for the ages. Mm-hmm. And the soap is now ours forever. And right. the iPhone is for the 14-year-old, and it's wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Just wanted to cover that. We had to follow it up. It actually happened. I didn't think it would. It actually happened. Yep. It's incredible. It and when happened. I saw this show up, I was like, Willie Do, you did it, man. You pulled it off. It's crazy. Peak Willie Do. Yeah. All right. First uh, item in the news here. Samsung apparently is going to be abandoning the waterfall screen design for the Galaxy S11. Oh. So you know this thing. It's curving over the edge. Everybody's doing it. We recently did the video on the Mate 30 Pro which is the aggressive waterfall. Right. And then it was this trend and everybody was saying every single phone going forward is going to have this uh, uh, aggressive waterfall. And what it does is it creates the impression of having no bezel on the sides of the phone because it actually, you know, the, the front display wraps so far towards the back. You end up with this very thin bezel on the sides, which from the front is invisible. So it seemed like this was, this was going to be the thing going forward for flagships, according to our pal Ice Universe, I don't need to remind you, name speaks for itself. After careful evaluation by Samsung, the Galaxy S11 series does not use a waterfall screen design, but the bezel is narrower than the Note 10. So you go for the aggressive bezel, but you move away from the waterfall. Interesting. Because the rumor had been the waterfall thing, as you know. Some people, on the flip side, have been critical, skeptical, and then critical of the waterfall design, saying, where do I grab? What right, am I holding? Right. Everything's, well, there's a waterfall, slippery. <laughs> they're, they're the ones who uh, actually made, like, the curved screen, 
first. Early right? days. That's yeah. you. We're having a throwback Willie Do story. You had the Edge, S6 Edge. Yes. Yeah. Wow. It was a great phone. Early days Willie Do. Mm -hmm. Super thin. Mm -hmm. But then, uh, yeah, like the gestures, like, you know, holding it, it's. Couple of touches you didn't intend. With the palm, you know. Couple yeah. of touches you didn't intend. Yes. And that's really what people are saying. Is they're saying, hey, it's oh, great. Yeah. It looks amazing. It looks futuristic. But from a practicality standpoint, is it there? Mm -hmm. Now, I should say, messing around with the Mate 30 Pro, which, like I said, has this crazy waterfall on it, it, it was rejecting my inputs. It was doing a pretty good job of not mistaking presses that were taking place around the side. But as you can tell, I mean, it is a cool look to it. Mm -hmm. But I can kind of understand Samsung's point of view. Now, there are going to be improvements, again, according to ICE Universe and other sources as well. We're going to see either a 90 hertz or 120 hertz display in the S11. Another thing we would expect to see in Samsung's next flagship. Apparently, also, we'll see three versions, an S11, S11 Plus, and they're going to maintain the E-Series S11e, the budget-friendly version, mm. is going to be in there as well. You're going to have HDR10+. Plus. You will have the new Snapdragon 865. There'll be a 4G and a 5G version as well. And then also, XDA developers found a 108-megapixel indicator within one UI code. So there's also speculation that maybe Samsung attempts this wild 108 megapixel sensor that other manufacturers have toyed around with the idea. Mm. We're hearing about it more now. So there's some intel. There's some information. Shout out Ice Universe. He's working hard. He's always working. As you would if you, were, if you also had the name Ice Universe. I mean, that's like some superhero type thing. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of Silver Surfer or Iceman Yo, combined. Yeah. Silver Surfer and Iceman combined, you, you get Ice Universe. Mm. And in 2019, superheroes are leakers. And if you're a leaker in 2019, see how you, you leak the, the fluid, you leak the water, turn to ice. You put the water on ice. You put the leak on ice. What am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. But he's the whole universe. And that's his... And that's his Twitter pick, so you know it's for real. So shout out Ice Universe, keeping us up to date on the upcoming devices. Expect the S11 to be, a, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it'll be a compelling phone with or without the waterfall. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of water stuff going on. The waterfall, the leaking, the ice. Water drop. It's all going on. Yeah. Apple announces a surprise event for December. Did you get your invite yet, Will? No, no. They I've left you out of this. They left you out of this one. Mr. Cook You've been too that. harsh, that's what they say. Mm -hmm. They they were planning on it. It was in the mail. That's the meme. It was in the mail. Yeah. And uh, you know, they had a they had to call it back. They called the post office. They said, get that back over here. Can't bring that to Willie Do. We saw what he said. He's all fired up on a recent episode. We saw what he said. I'm just like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, we can't have him at the event. Long, I don't think you're missing much. To be, to be honest, it's a celebration, apparently, of the company's favorite games and apps from 2019. Who wants to go to that? I don't know. <laughs> well, whatever, game developers. I apologize. I shouldn't have said that. I, didn't, I actually didn't mean that. It's just, it's, you know, when you hear Apple event, you think some new device. 
-hmm. Apple's having more events now, and it's, it's varied, the types of events. In this case, it's going to be in New York, which always seems to imply it's a different style of event than what they do at the HQ uh -huh. in the campus with the round. Very secretive. With the infinite loops going on. Yeah. And the, you know, the, everything's white mm -hmm. and the lighting. They're an infinite. It's just infinity over there. Yes. Time stands still. Tim is there. He's wearing a robe. Godlike. It's well established what those events look like. This one, on the other hand, this is a New York event, which those ones, they're a bit more gritty. It's mean streets. Taxi driver. <laughs> is it really? No. Uh, the purported invite tweeted out by LifeWire Tech's Lance Ulanoff Monday and also reported by 9to5Mac features a gold-colored App Store logo. The event is going to be held at 4 p.m. on that day, according to CNBC. And there's some speculation as far as what's going to be covered. They think it's going to, of course, focus on apps. Um, I mean, it has a giant app logo there. But what about apps? Uh, what are they going to do? Who are they going to? Are they going to do some awards? Is it an app award show? Join us honoring our favorite. Is it? Is it an award show? Does Apple do award shows now? It's like the Grammys for apps. Hmm. Maybe I don't know. It's gold. It looks like yeah. an award. Just thinking that. I mean, we're just here speculating right now. Mm -hmm. If that was the case, Will, what what app is going to win best in class for you? App of the year? Uh, I don't know. Well done. I, I, I don't use iOS. I don't. No, you don't have to use iOS. I'm saying just any app. Uh, Slack has been pretty good. You're big Slack us, guy. You know? You're yeah. big Slack guy. Slack is great. Okay, fine. Slack, app of the year. Will he do? Not very fun. I mean, we're just chatting. I mean, yeah. Chatting about work stuff because we're a startup. Because we, if you use Slack, you're a startup. Yes. So all the integrations. You could have said a game or something exciting, but no, that would be too exciting for you, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see what ends up happening. We won't be there, but we'll we'll let you know what takes place as we would, as we do, as we are on this show in 2019. Will you do 2019? Uh, we have some new AirPods competitors. From Razer, the gaming company Razer. Razer with an E, which we had to say now because Motorola, they put out the Razer without the E. Now it's Razer confusion going on. And none of which are the Razer that you would shave with. It's a lot of Razer. Yeah, it's very misleading. Not, yeah. a, not as tasty as raisins either. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a bit off there. Yeah, what? kind of show you running here uh we, razor you have them here raisins the uh yeah, yeah. The, you know these headphones i think so they're somewhere you're talking here. a big game here <laughs> ever since i said peak willie dude now it's just a big game yeah he said we got this here we got that here he's communicating with everyone he's tim, going to apple events that i don't even know about yet tim cook's coming it's incredible know. Get Tim Musk. Cook. That's a real challenge, Will. Get Tim right on that chair over there. Oh, I will. Kirk, show him I'll the chair. It. Get Tim Cook on that chair. That's what the people want to see. Uh, we're going to talk about his sneakers. We got, I got a lot of questions. Anyway, so these are cheaper than AirPods, 99 bucks, cheaper than Pixel Buds. And the angle is the gaming angle, obviously. Your razor at right. the end of the day. You get the big, what is it, a snake on the logo? 
It's a tri-snake. Yeah, tri-snake. Snake equals gaming. I don't know if you knew that equation. It's similar to E equals MC squared. Snake equals gaming. Uh, green, that color green equals gaming. RGB equals gaming. I'm just letting you know, Will. Just in case you've been taking a nap. Yeah. I just got to keep you in a loop. Universe is a loop. Uh, well, it's up, it's up for discussion. It's a dispute. Listen, they took a they took a gaming approach, and in order, how do you think about it? How do you take a gaming approach with a pair of earbuds, wireless earbuds? At first, I couldn't. I couldn't. Okay, what are you doing? You're just throwing your hat in, in right. the game here. Throwing your hat in the the ring. Throwing your name in the hat. Okay, yeah. Makes, I don't. I don't yeah. know. When you yeah. put the slips in the hat, and yeah, yeah. But then I'm doing some reading here, and they actually there's actually an angle. The angle is latency. See, they're saying your typical Bluetooth has some lag to the to the voice to the visual of the voice or the action. And I've I, I notice it with Bluetooth. Now for music, it doesn't really matter. You're listening to music. What's the lag? What are you matching it to? Right. But I notice with Bluetooth in the car sometimes and things like this. If you're waiting. In a parking lot, and you can actually load up a video, but it's connected to your Bluetooth in the car. It's crazy lag. Huh. And so you're watching the thing, and the lips are moving, but the audio is coming later. They were able to cut down the audio latency to 60 milliseconds. And you enable this feature by hitting the touch sensor three times and then holding your finger for two seconds. That's a, that's a real genie. That's a genie action there. What do you rub the... Yeah. You rub the genie. You don't rub the genie. You rub the. You rub the razor. Wait a second. What are you rubbing with the genie? You what? rub the, the lamp. lamp. The side of the lamp. It's a lamp. See, the confusing part there is a lamp hasn't looked like that in a couple of years. <laughs> Where are you going with this? <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about? The genie, the lamp the genie comes out of yeah. is, a, is not a lamp. I mean, it's an oil lamp from from what era? Type in, not even, type in genie lamp. Yeah, it's a Moroccan oil lamp. Oh, of course, he has to come out of a Moroccan oil lamp because it's a genie. The light comes out of the nozzle. <laughs> Didn't think I was going to get the nozzle today. Anyway, yeah. Did you, uh, why are we rubbing the lamp? Can someone remind me? For the three wishes. Oh, yeah, three wishes. You get three Robin wishes. Robin Williams. That always screwed then, me up, uh, the three wishes. And then and then the kid, the smart kid at school would say, wish for more wishes. <laughs> why don't you just wish for more wishes? I wish for infinity wishes. <laughs> it's like infinity is more of a concept, but yeah. yeah. So that's how kids used to throw it around. Anyway, so you tap it three times and then hold it for two seconds. So that's a one, two, three. <laughs> that's such a gamer move. And Stat. Then, and then what happens? Come in there. <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> Triggering my latency. <laughs> it's like, Lou, your ear's bleeding. Trigger low latency mode. What are you doing, man? <laughs> that action is uh, 
keep doing it. It's it's never not fun. Why can't you just hold it for two seconds? Why do you have to tap it three times first? So that then... triggers the low latency? Why yeah. can't it become low latency to begin with? It's going to use more battery life. Oh, okay. So if you're using it for just music, you can use standard audio mode. The gaming mode is always ready to go when you need to game, but it's, uh, yeah, you can trigger it on and, on and off with that particular gesture. Oh. I don't know why they went with it. I'm I'm assuming people are probably yelling right now. Lou making Lou having fun. How dare he have some fun on there? There's no fun out here. Yeah. It's not, you can't have any fun. There's but truthfully, there's probably a reason. I'm assuming that just pressing and holding does something else. And so they decided, I'm sure they tested it. And people didn't want to trigger it accidentally with the battery life. Most cases, you're probably gonna use you're probably not going to use the low latency mode if it does consume significantly more battery. Mm -hmm. Most of the times you probably can put up with the lag. And then I suppose the way they see it, if you're in a real important gaming scenario, then you toggle it on and all of a sudden the gunfire and whatever else happens in a game, you're hearing it the right point in time. And you're using it, of course, with the, with the Razer phone as well. And you're just, it's getting real serious. And then that's when you go for the low latency mode. Uh, otherwise, you're looking at about 16 hours of listening time with the case to top them off. So it's it's the similar setup to other fully wireless earbuds. The the case is gonna amp up the charge. I mean, it's a pretty attractive price, 99 bucks. Mm -hmm. They're black, which is cool. You still can't get AirPods in black. Uh, of course, you can compare these to the new Amazon product as well as the Galaxy Buds. Uh, if you say they're here, then I'm going to test them out. I didn't know that they were here prior to selecting this story. So let's just check it out. Little preview. Mm. Unbox therapy preview. We'll do an unboxing video. We'll test them out, and we're going to we're gonna tap away. There you go. We're going to tap the old ear canal there yeah. and go to the low latency and check the difference. But uh, I'm interested. So you remember, Will, recently... Ford, they got into the business of electric vehicles in a big way. Well, they've had experiments in the past, but this is this is a big play. They've got a lot of attention, a couple of eyeballs on the new Mustang product, the Mach-E, which kind of came out of nowhere, at least for me. Granted, people kind of knew things were happening, but for me, it came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, my, my social media feed, it was a lot of Mach-E. People are excited. Ford is a brand that got a lot of fans. Now they're playing in this high-tech space of electric vehicles, going up against the likes of Tesla and Elon. Porsche. Porsche. So one of the interesting features here I wanted to highlight, because I'm not sure I really talked about it that much in the, in the previous segment, is the door handles. It, the door handle situation is very strange, and I want to know how you feel about it, Will. That's why I brought it up. There's no handles on the back doors. Oh. And the front doors have a strange, almost no handle. More of a little grip, I guess. And also a button that controls the latch. So it's electronic mm. kind of setup. And of course, it's going to feel futuristic. And Ford will tell you that there's, there's an actual reason from an engineering standpoint to do this. Because when you start talking about electric vehicles, you start talking about efficiency, you start talking about drag coefficients, Will. Mm. You knew that. 
it all makes a difference. Every little bit counts yeah. when you're you're trying to get hit those crazy range numbers yeah. on a single charge. You got that drag going on as you drive with the door handles, and all of a sudden you say, I can't have that. Hmm. We got to, what's the future? And so you end up with these tiny little buttons. They're round. They're almost invisible. If you And I think, ultimately, for people who ride in this car, let's say you pick one up. Let's say Willie do. You buy one of these. You're driving around. You pick up your pals. The door handle is this real interaction point. You think about it. What does a person touch in your car have to touch? The seat and the door. Mm-hmm. So now you pick some people up. They, they, they say to themselves, this Willie Do is on something right now. He's got buttons for doors. Mm. And all of a sudden you make the case for this futuristic thing. People start paying attention. They say, okay, this is a different kind of car. Mm-hmm. No more door handles. Mm-hmm. Wow, I feel like I'm in the future. So I understand the motivation to do it. But immediately I started thinking, because we did the story a little while ago about the guy who couldn't get out of the Tesla when it crashed. Yeah. Because that one has the door handles that come out. Mm-hmm. They're flush, and then they come out. They're motorized, and then you pull the door open. And this dude, well, his family, because he died, his family was suing Tesla because the first responders could not get into the vehicle, and they claimed it was because of the door handle setup. Mm. Which Elon, I don't know if he disputed. I can't remember the details exactly. But I started thinking about it. So then this article pops up, and they're saying, no, we thought about it. We have all kinds of fail-safes going on. Now, there's a video if you scroll down, Will, and you can see the actual door in action. You hit the button here in the middle. Okay, watch this. Boom. The latch opens. It's even got a little indicator on the button itself. Kind of lights up, sort of. Mm -hmm. And then see the tiny handle there. Now, the tiny handle is only on the front door. The rear doors don't have it at all. And some of the fail-safe stuff is also only on the front doors, not on the back ones, which I guess those are the important ones, at least from the outside trying to get in. From the inside trying to get out, it's got a really strange setup. Uh, According to TechCrunch, there's some sort of safety in place to make sure that your fingers don't get crunched as well in there. So it opens up just a jar. It opens up just far enough. Hmm. Pressing the button for the back door immediately pops it open just slightly. Then the passenger reaches into the ajar door to hit the latch. There's an immediate safety in place that doesn't allow the door to close from that moment that you go to actually open up. It sounds like some pretty cool engineering going on. If you look at the inside, they don't look like traditional door handles either. Look at those things. (laughs) Don't, doesn't that make you want to pull on it? Mm-hmm. Uh, simply pulling that lever a few millimeters rearward engages the electric latch, popping the door open. As for fail-safes, Ford told me each door has supercapacitors in it so that should the latches in the door fail to receive current from the battery, if the battery is dead or, as in the case you had the crash, Apparently, you can still get out of the vehicle. Ford says the little levers shown above require only a few millimeters of movement to activate the electric latches. They can be forced rearward farther than just a few millimeters. And you can do so mechanically to unlatch the doors. Mechanically, not strictly electronically. Right. So I, anyway, what am I trying to say here? It's a lot of words. Hmm. 
But the main point is they're claiming that in this emergency scenario, whether it's just a power issue, because there was another story. A guy got locked in his Tesla. A high-profile guy. I don't know if it's a rapper. A guy who makes jewelry. He was so mad at Elon on Instagram. I can't remember. Jeweler. There he is. I remember reading about this. Ben Baller. And he could not get out of the car. Oh, he took it down. I think he made a deal with Elon. They talked about it or whatever. Mm. He made a deal, but he was locked in a Tesla Model X for an afternoon or something. Couldn't get out because the battery died or something along those lines. So there obviously are some downsides to strictly electronic, stri strictly electronic latches. Yeah. And so Ford did some sort of hybrid mechanical electronic setup for their for their Mustang Mach E. I thought it was just interesting from a tech perspective that you can have both. Mm -hmm. You can have an actual mechanism fail safe, and then the electric functionality for the wow factor and the low drag coefficient, which gives you the efficiency. Yeah, I think it's necessary to have both. Have both. You're gonna feel just a little, for the fail safe. Feel a little safer mm -hmm. on that one. Uh, I was doing a little reading here on Microsoft X Cloud because, of course, there's been so much talk about Stadia. We have an upcoming video about Stadia, mm -hmm. just to let the people out there in the world know. We're working on it, of course. Uh, but then in the meantime, I'm seeing headlines, xCloud, Microsoft already beats Stadia, St Stadia DOA, Microsoft, Stadia DOA. And so I decided it's going to be, it's something worth investigating prior to kind of having a more conclusive video on Stadia. People are, it's, it's a good point. Microsoft actually kind of has a leg up in this territory because they have this tremendous inventory of games available. Uh, I mean, currently it's not all games. I think it's around 50 for, for xCloud as it stands, but you just assume Microsoft can plug it in because they're, they're already there. They've got this inventory. They have the Xbox controller which they're using, of course, for their version of xCloud. And I'm seeing, I'm hearing about some interesting ways that people are using it, including creating a pseudo-local multiplayer environment where you know how so many games don't have local multiplayer anymore? Mm -hmm. Well, someone's on the couch with the xCloud, someone's on the main console, now you're having those vibes of the... Land party. Yeah, you're having those old-school vibes. Oh, yeah. Which, of course, I grew up with. I, I mean, I remember original Halo... You have the the actual Ethernet cable going from upstairs to downstairs, uh -huh. and it's four on four, and it's and it's the death match, yeah. And it's a what a time, yeah. As opposed to with the headset, because then what you would do is in real life you would go and gloat after the victory. Mm -hmm. You go, yeah, you you suck, whatever you know, <laughs> whatever you would do at that age. Boo. Yeah, whatever you would do at that age, yeah. and then the other guy's like, you're dead. And then you know how that goes, Will. Yeah. I had to, I used to have the sniper rifle in there in Halo, original Halo. Halo. Blood Gulch? I mean, I used to map. be. Is that, that what it's called? Yeah. Was it, you had two sides and it's like a giant. Was area. it winter? No. What no, was no. the wintry one that was good for sniper? Maybe I got the wrong one. No, 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 no. Not, I, I, not, no, no, not the Gulch. I like the other one better. 
Give me the other one, Will. It was a winter map. Halo. Oh, baby! What is that? It's uh Snow Torn Snow Torn Cove? No, that's custom. Wait a second. What was Sidewinder? Was it called Sidewinder? Snowbound? No, I think Sidewinder makes sense. Type in Halo Side Halo One Sidewinder. Or or yeah. You could just type map so we could look at the whole there you go. That was it. Yeah, that's it. Why does it keep saying custom? Anyway, it looked like that. And I would, that's what I would be playing. And tremendous hmm. times were had. So, so, so it's, people are making a really good point here. That xCloud could be, for some users, could be the way to go. It's that local multiplayer aspect is not something that's... If you've already got an Xbox sitting there... Mm-hmm. There are some advantages. The inventory 50-plus title, that's that's an advantage. Uh, you're still, like I said, you still need an Xbox controller. You still need some sort of an attachment to put the phone display. Uh, from what I've been reading, some of the menus and stuff on the phone display, because it crops black bars for some of the games, depending on the aspect ratio of the phone, hmm. some of the menus can be a little small. But otherwise, they both face similar challenges, even though... Microsoft might, it sounds like, has a head start in relationship to titles. It still be, it still turns into a bandwidth thing mm-hmm. and a and a lag thing. That this, the perfect version of this is that it's available to you anywhere you go on a mobile connection. Mm-hmm. But that is starting to seem less feasible than originally imagined when you start talking about the actual bandwidth us- usage of these things. Yes, because now you're paying. Who's got the plan? Who, who, who's got the data? Yeah. So now it's just Wi-Fi, and then, okay, it's not completely mobile. Great. But what's your Wi-Fi connection? Mm-hmm. What's your bandwidth there? Because it turns out these experiences appear to be very dependent on that. So anyway, more coming from us very soon on Stadia, and we'll probably, I'll probably kick this one on as well. When is this coming out? You can, you can try it out right now, Well. Oh, so it's Cor- in beta? Of course you would. Right, if you see Stadia coming out, you'd make that available. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to try cl- the, this cloud gaming platform for yourself, you sign up to take part in the Microsoft X Cloud Preview. You do need an Xbox One S game gamepad. The original Xbox One gamepad, for whatever reason, is not compatible, okay. and you need the smartphone clip as well for the most enjoyable experience. So who knows? Maybe our video we actually uh, put these two head to head on Unbox Therapy. Yep. Maybe we have them both. And try them out. The other thing to mention about Stadia is as far as mobile devices go, for now, you're talking about Pixel devices. So that also kind of limits the application if you're comparing one-to-one, for now at least. Though, granted, Stadia offers other ways to interact with those games. It's not just on the smartphone, so that's an important piece as well. You have the Chromecast. You have the other ways. Uh... Why you should think twice about plugging into public USB power stations. Have you ever done this at an airport, something like a public place? You plug yeah, into a USB. Only when I'm like desperate for desperate. power. Desperate times call I don't for usually desperate measures. Do it, but yeah. Yeah, I mean I never really gave it much thought. I will say I feel I feel like I avoided them somehow, but but not but kind of subconsciously. I don't think I ever yeah. looked at a USB port and said, I'm not going to use that. But 
they do typically tend to be near actual wall outlets as well. And then I would just gravitate right, right. towards the wall outlet and not think twice about it. But there's there's some new advice floating around coming from a, a recent report from the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office, which that sounds very official. You should listen to whatever they tell you. Mm. Maybe not anything. Uh, this story coming to us via travelandleisure.com. When you're traveling and your phone is about to die, most travelers will take a charger wherever they can find it. True. Although that district attorney's office warns against using those USB power charging stations because of something called juice jacking. Juice jacking. Sounds so serious. Hmm. Remember that Tupac movie, Juice? Was that Tupac? Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't get juice jacked, Will. Because so far, you, you took some risks out there. To, you okay. might have got juice jacked <laughs> in the past if you've been using these USB ports. So the way that it works, criminals can load malware onto those USB stations. They can replace the USB ports, kind of when no one's looking, with their own version capable of stripping certain data from your device, including personal information, mm. uh, passcodes, possibly financial information, whatever they can get. Or they could take a whole download of your phone in certain circumstances. So it's a scam that takes place, and you would have no idea. You would just collect your phone and not realize that while you thought it was sitting there being charged, it's actually been compromised. So that's, I mean, that's concerning for most people. Now, obviously, you, you've got the option in most cases. I don't know if people are traveling around with just a USB cable instead of the power brick. But most of the time, the power brick would be the advisable way to charge anyways because it's usually going to be faster. And it's certainly going to be faster with these new devices that have some form of quick charge. Or better yet, how about the 65-watt SuperVOOC 2.0 we saw recently? Mm. That would be Very offensive to just plug into a tiny little USB port, whatever one's supplied at the airport. Mm -hmm. you got to carry the power brick with you. I guess there's the advantage of not having to... Ha if you don't have the power brick, you save a little weight, but at, at, the expense of, uh, at the expense of speed and security now. Right. So, essentially, this is just a little warning here. You want to protect your passwords, bank accounts, and all the rest of it. You're going to want to avoid using your available USB port. This doesn't mean that they're all compromised. Well, it just means that you got to... It's just better to be safe than sorry. It's one of those stories. Mm. Now you've got your very own. Uh, you've got your very own story here. What are you showing us? I was just thinking, you know, that USB adapter that you put on. It's like the same thing for this ATM video here, where a guy literally just puts like an adapter. That's uh, where you usually insert your card, mm -hmm. and that uh, sends a signal to like a local you know, nearby computer and kind of shows off like, okay, like the card went in here. Here's the number. Here's the code. Oh, yeah. Code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, all it, it is, strips like, the it's card. just like this device that looks exactly like where you put. Does he just clip card. it on or does he have to remove the old one? No, he literally just clips it on. Look. Where? He clips it. Well, yeah, yeah, but look, it looks up, exactly the same as the thing the that was underneath it. So it's, it's a like shell the same mold. that goes, wow, that's wild. And you can kind of see how, like, 
um, inside there's like circuits yeah. in that adapter. Wow. Okay, so you took Ooh. it to another level now. It's not, don't just avoid USB ports. Yeah, avoid, this happened in Europe. Uh, 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 I, av I avoid ATMs as well. Man, what can you do out there in the world, Will? Got to be careful. Yeah, can't gotta be, do nothing nowadays. You got to be careful out there. Maybe you got to tap. I don't know what you got to do. Yeah. Maybe you got to be tapping things. Alternatively, there's a device called a USB condom, mm. which costs $7 and will allow your device to charge, but it blocks the data flow. But no one's going to carry this thing around. That's insane. Mm. I and mean, it's cool. Maybe if you consistently have to connect to a, a, a public USB connector, then maybe you want to invest 7 bucks in this. But for the typical traveler, I don't think you're going to buy that. You're probably better off just carry your power brick. Anyway, all right, holiday season coming up. You're out there. You're in the world. You're moving around. Watch out for those USB ports. Watch out for those ATMs. Uh, lots happening. Willie Do in 2019. Peak Willie Do. We saw it today. We had the soap. We got a lot more coming. There's other stuff that has to do with Peak Willie Do that, that we did not cover in this video. No. That we did not cover in this moment. Hopefully and you're gonna, soon. You're going to find out about it on Unbox Therapy specifically. Something big is coming up, and it has to do with Will hitting his peak today. It's incredible. You never would have expected it. I thought it was going to take another decade, but it, it, it actually happened right now. We got the soap. Shout out one last time. Jim Thorburn, Allen Park Police. Incredible. Job well done, sir. Keep serving the community. And we will too.